Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Um, today, Nikki and I are really excited to talk about um, a really excess- successful event that I hosted at my chapter um, with Bingo. So, um, and we apologize if you hear a little bit of feedback. We're recording as Nikki's driving because it's um, real know, life as an ag teacher. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, as we both, like her and I both have a state event that we're both leaving for soon. And, uh, you probably noticed we didn't post an episode last week because just life happened. And, um, sometimes not all the things on the to-do list get done. Um, and so, yeah, but before we start though, I had the opportunity, um, to be on the Texas FFA, um, podcast recently and when I get more I'll share more but it was about the POA which we've done many episodes here for the POA but they are just so official like (laughs) they do such a good job like Ashley in Texas shout out to you um and I got to speak with Jennifer they like cut things out and they're like if you don't want anything in there just let us know we'll edit it and I'm like and Jennifer was like well you know I was like no we don't edit our body (laughs) we don't we don't edit at all because, well, clearly we barely have the time to record. So um, it's, yeah. And um, I'm interested to see like how the podcast turns out versus what we recorded. Her cute yeah. dog was in the background and he barked at one point. I was like, that would have been, that would have stayed in our podcast because we don't, <laughs> yep. but her cute dog named Dutton, how precious, was a special guest in the POA episode as well. So, um, so check check Texas FFA podcast out. Um, yeah, that's you, really cool. Yeah, um, their state does it, and so obviously it's very specific to Texas and the things that they're doing. The POA one, though, obviously is pretty broad and applies to anyone. Um, but well, it, Nikki and I actually got um podcast equipment for Christmas um but in which we have yet to use oh my I was gosh. just gonna say because we've been so busy it's like getting to use it but one day we're gonna use it and you guys are gonna be like wow the quality of yeah, that that's what they're gonna say <laughs> the quality yeah so anyway shout out to Texas um check out their podcast um I need to listen to a few more of their episodes um because I, I'll learn something too. So, um, but I just think it's cool that they had the capacity to do that. So, I, and I don't know, maybe there's other states doing it too, but um, I was so honored that they asked me, but they are so official and they make everything look so good um, for their podcast. So Ashley is, is the, the brainchild behind it all. And she does such a fabulous job. I, I need an Ashley in North Dakota. Or I need to win the lottery so I can send all my like marketing ideas to to Ashley and just contract her right that's that's what I mean it's a cool idea that they do that yeah so anyway the the reason why we're going to be talking about this bingo fundraiser is because um 
Brianna hosted this in part because they have a very large trip coming uh, mm-hmm. for her students to go to Ireland, um, traveling with EF tours. Um, but it was like, I don't know, I, I was more excited about it, I think, than Brianna was because I just wish as a teacher, I would have found something unique like this that was really ultimately, quote unquote, easy mm-hmm. to plan, which we'll talk about, like Brianna will talk about, and get rid of some of the really hard to do stuff. Like for me, I hated fruit sales. And I know some of you listening is like, oh my God, I could never get rid of it. My community would riot. Okay, sure. They will, but for how long? Um, but like in the grand scheme of things, when you think about your time and when you're in a school that limits how many fundraisers you can do, sometimes it's really important to like best bang for your buck, right? Mm-hmm. How much time is invested um, versus how much money do you get out of it? And there is so much that goes behind some of these fundraisers that just frankly isn't worth the profit. Like when I ran a concession stand, you guys, oh my God. It's great in the sense that my my customers came to me, right? And came to my members, but we weren't, I mean, we worked, oh my gosh, we lived there. I lived off of popcorn um, for a, a whole semester, but we, we didn't, we made peanuts on the dollar because that's just what a concession stand is. And so I'm excited to highlight this. We've seen a few other people do it. So it, this isn't like, you know, a revelation by any means, but I, um, the way Brianna and her crew did it was really cool. And we're just hoping that this might be something that you can try instead of something else. Or if you're not limited in fundraisers, maybe this is just something that you can modify and use and find success um, in your chapter because uh, Brianna's crew did such a good job. Um, I don't know. It was, I wish they had another one. Like I, I had the best time. I drove like four hours to go to this um and it was so much fun like the entire event was so much fun so um I guess let's start with why like why a bingo fundraiser like how did this get brought up yeah so we had obviously you know this big trip coming up and we were kind of brainstorming um we started out with just selling like the meat sticks because we needed something that like could start getting some money generated um and then and when you say before you get any farther, when you say we, can you tell everyone like the players in the game here? Because I think the way you did it could look different for other chapters. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we have um, we have 25 students going. And so we had met like with all of the students that wanted to fundraise because we have probably four that um, said that they don't want to do any fundraising, which I mean, that's their own choice. I wasn't forcing them to fundraise if they didn't want to. Um, They just don't get any of the money, obviously. So um, all of those students and then their parents all kind of met to brainstorm um, what we should do for a fundraiser. And then this idea was brought to us because um, all of the parents were like, we don't want to sell something and everyone in the community sells stuff. And um, people are, you know, all sold out kind of, and there's nothing that's going to make that great of a profit. And so um, one of the moms that's on, going on the trip and her daughter's going too um, came to us and said, my aunt does this bingo fundraiser thing. 
Um, and her aunt is really involved with the honor flight that takes veterans to DC. And actually I went to the honor flight bingo fundraiser last night um, just to kind of get more, more insights after ours and also because it's really fun. And so she- You were basically doing research. Like last night you were on the clock. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, anyways, so she came to us and kind of explained this whole event to us and we were sold. Like if we can do this, and she was estimating that we would make about, you know, profit about 20, $20 to $25,000. Um, and I'm telling you what, we would have to sell a lot of fruit and a lot of- Oh my gosh. Popcorn. Fruit prices would have to go down. Like the citrus industry would have to have the best year of their life. And then, you know what I mean? Like you would never in your wildest dreams make that much money on fruit. Well, and it's just impossible. Like this is so great too, because not all of our students can sell things and not all of our students have unlimited family members in the community that can afford to buy, you know, every single thing that they're selling. So some of our students are really limited, but with, with the fundraising limited, well, and limited in your location too. Cause like Brianna always has a kid that asked me and I love that someone asked me to buy, but I I can only buy so much from them because I live so far away. And so either I look at the calendar and know that, okay, their stuff gets delivered this day. And I just happen to be seeing Brianna here, then I can buy fruit. But if, if I'm not going to be near Brianna, then I'm limited as to what I can buy from their fundraiser. Um, and I can only eat so many beef sticks, cheese sticks <laughs> and um, popcorn. Right. So like, it limits you too, because family that live, you know, grandma and grandpa that don't live in the community or aunts and uncles that live out of state, like um, there was a way that they could have contributed to this if they didn't live in the Wapiton. And I'm excited to get into that because not every fundraiser captures that type of an audience. Right. Yeah. So the we, the players in the game were this group of parents and their kids who wanted to. So kids that didn't want to fundraise paid their entire way and then these were, they, they all wanted a seat at the table to get part of this money. So um, <clears throat> talk about what you had at the event, because I truly think, uh, like, like, let's talk about flow. When you walked in as a, as a person to the event, what did it look like? What did it sound like? What did you have? Um, and I think that there's so much of this can, that could be tailored. It could really be, um, I mean, it could be done bigger than what you did. And I think it could be done smaller than what you did. So um, if we were about to attend the Wapiton FFA bingo fundraiser, when I walked in the door, how did this look? Yeah, so um, we did this back in January. Um, and we really wanted to try to find a time that there wasn't any other events happening. And there wasn't, um, obviously, with our community. Um, we didn't want to do it in the middle of harvest. We didn't want to do it in the middle of planting season. And so January was kind of the right fit for us. Um, we did it luck of the Irish themed. So the tables were all decked because we're going to Ireland. Um, the tables were all decorated with that theme. Um, and then we did round tables just for like ease of movement and like people wanted to sit and see their people. Um, so when you walk in the door, you could either buy tickets in advance, which we um, highly encouraged or tickets at the door if we had any left. And so they walked in, um, they presented their ticket or bought their ticket. They got a, a pack of bingo cards. And so with their ticket, they got 12 bingo games, 
Um, they could also purchase additional bingo games, so another packet, um, so for 12 more. Um, Can and you talk about some prices here? So how much, if I bought a ticket in advance, how much was that? The tickets were $50, whether you bought them in advance or at the door, but all of the students were selling and parents were selling and stuff. Um, so $50 got you your 12 bingo games, a drink ticket, and then um, a meatball and mashed potato dinner with um, dessert. Um, and plus it's a fundraiser, but we, we thought the $50 was um, well received and we picked that I, um, that price because um, I don't know where you can really go in, in our community and get a meal for less than that. Plus you got the, the event of it. And we have um, a, a decent sized community for North Dakota, but still really small compared to other people. Um, and there's not a lot going on usually. So it was a fun event that people could come out and like spend time with their, their friends and um, obviously support the FFA, but um, do something too. It wasn't just a meal because a lot of people in our community for fundraisers do just a meal, but we wanted to do some type of event with it. Um, and because of the, the drinks, there was alcoholic beverages. It was a 21 and older event, um, but we did have students working it. They just obviously weren't touching any of the, the alcohol or serving any of it. Um, and then no and one that was you got prior, right. You got prior approval for students to be at the event. Correct. Correct. Yeah. From, from my CTE director and the principal. Um, and it was at the community center in town. It was not at like our high school gym or anything like that. Um, so if you weren't going to serve alcohol, you could probably do it in your gym pretty easily. Um, um, so then, can we talk about the cards? Like what was an extra packet of cards worth? Um, I believe it was, I'm trying to remember, for an extra packet of 12 cards, I believe it was $20. Okay, and then went to last night was 18 games of bingo, and then you could buy an extra pack for 25. So it just depends on how how long you want the event to go for. But right, so the extra pack, like this, is what was really cool about this. Um, and maybe this is obvious for people that play bingo <laughs> more than I do. Um, the extra pack, each bingo card was a different color, and the different color related to a different game. So when you bought the whole pack you got another card for every game, mm -hmm. but tell them about what your students were doing throughout the entire fundraiser. Yeah. So if, well, and I should back up too and talk about the prizes a little bit. So we tried to get a lot of our prizes donated and they were really good prizes, like a Michael Kors purse, yes. a spade purse, and we'll include all of these in the show notes too, but um, a Traeger grill, a, a fire pit that someone in our community made and donated. Um, I don't know, AirPods, AirPods um, an air fryer, a Roomba, just really great prizes that um, kind of catered to everyone. We tried to have like, you know, balance with male versus female or some gender neutral stuff um, that everyone could get excited about. And so during each game or during each round, um, students and parents were coming around selling extra cards. So for example, um Nikki really wanted the the AirPods. Yeah, I did. Watch. So she could buy an extra card for $2 just for that one game um if she wanted to increase her chances of winning. And so Yeah, so if you didn't want to buy the whole packet, you just they just walked around and right before the the game would start, they would be walking around with that color. So if the AirPods was the gray ticket or the gray bingo card, 
they walked around with additional gray bingo cards and people just bought them for $2. So then like for some people at our table, um, they like, we were buying like for the prizes that we wanted, like two, three more bingo cards. But then for others, we were just like, we're okay with the bingo cards that we got with our, with our tickets that we bought, like our $50. Well, and this is probably, I'm sure this is the standard when anyone plays bingo. I am not a huge bingo player, but on each, for each round on your colored ticket, there are three bingo squares. So you have three chances to win on each card. Um, so, you know, if you're buying more, you also have to be aware how fast can you, you know, put put your uh yes on your card (laughs) you should have seen our table you guys we are not professional bingo players and right away the announcer and we could talk about announcers because i think this could this is i mean it's a huge part of the event um was going slower and then people asked her to speed up and then holy buckets (laughs) like we were just like so fast so um so that kind of is the bingo cards um, we'll get to the, the announcer later, but you walked in, you said there's round tables. Um, were, was there special seating or could you sit anywhere? Yeah, you could sit anywhere. Um, <laughs> I sold so many tickets to friends and family cause everyone wanted to, to come. So I saved some t- tables for people, but, um, you could sit wherever. Um, we also on your, like when you're coming in on your left side, that's how we did it, whatever. Um, we had the bottle pull. So you could go over there and it was like a mystery for $20. You got a mystery bottle of alcohol. So it was either a wine bottle or, um, you know, I think they had some like bottles of vodka and whiskey and whatever. Um, you didn't know what you were getting though. And so with your $20, it was all wrapped up in like a cellophane package. Um, so it was like a fun little mystery thing. Um, well, so they did, uh, yeah they did cards and so it was all like this luck theme right which was which I think gave the event like the touch it needed so like they took a deck of cards cut the the each card in half so half of the card went on the table upside down the other half of the card got tied to the mystery bottle so like Brianna said it was in the cellophane and then um they tied it at the top so you couldn't see what was in there and then there, there was a card. So you walked up and you paid your $20 and then you just picked a card, flipped it over, and then they found your match, which so simple mm-hmm. um, and so much fun. Like people were like trading, like after they got it, um, people were like, oh, what did you get? What, like the buzz around the bottle pull. Like I have never seen a bottle pull before. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and all of those were having a ton of fun. All of those we got donated um, either by like the families that were attending the trip donated some or like, you know, different people in the community donated some Um, because we had students benefiting from the event. um, Even though it was 21 and older, the liquor store wouldn't donate any, um, which is kind of, you know, interesting, but something to think about. And then (laughs) there were some cheaper items, obviously, like if you got Boone's Farm, we also put like a $10 um, Wapiton cash, which is good for all of our businesses in town. Um, yes. And so that way, like if you did get like a super cheap bottle, then you got that extra gift card with it too. So um, that kind which of- Here's an area that you could really like those friends, family that maybe can't come to your event, but want to support it could have contributed. Like here's 
you know, I would like to donate a hundred dollars for you guys to go out and, and buy bottles of booze for the bottle bowl. Um, so that's like, you know, that's a way that someone could have helped with this. Mm -hmm. Um, like, and, and felt like they contributed, you know, those families of those kids that are going that you know, maybe couldn't come to the actual fundraiser. Yeah. And that, we, that's just one May. There's other ways that we'll get to that I think that they could have helped with too. And our goal was a hundred bottles and that's how many we ended up having um, because then we knew it was pure profit. So $2,000 was just coming from the bottle pull. Um, and then we could start to kind of figure out some numbers for what, what our projected profit was going to be beforehand and you sold and you sold them all correct we did yes um yeah. in full disclosure like towards the end we had you know a decent amount left like maybe 20 bottles left and then they started discounting them i think they said like now they're down to ten dollars a bottle and people flew over there and they sold like instantly. yes so um you know don't be afraid if you do this to discount a little bit and then um to get rid of them because especially if they're donated like it's still profit no matter what you make and then you at least get rid of them too yeah and this is something that if you don't want to do alcohol this is something that can go and you will still have a very successful event yes yeah we didn't need to have it um it was just a, a little fun additional thing but it definitely was not necessary to to have the bottle pull um and if you don't have it it doesn't yeah change the event at all um so then another component that we had in like kind of a separate room um but you know, still in the same area was a silent auction. And we had so many great silent auction items that were donated, just like fun baskets. And um, the businesses in our community really stepped up and, and donated some really great things. Um, some handmade things people had made, cornhole boards, um, different things like that. And um, we made a ton of money on the silent auction items too. And Because um, all of that was donated, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, and they and it's it was simple. I mean, they laid out the items. You were hyping some items up in advance, right, on social media. Yes. Um, so we tried. So that was a good. Post. That was a good method. We created a Facebook group for the event, um, and so then we were sharing the event. We were inviting people to it. We were also like weekly, and as we got closer, it was like daily posts of the prizes and the the silent auction items, and really just tried to hype it up. And and all of us were sharing it. Um, we also, as we were selling tickets, as we got closer to the event, um, people that were listed as like interested in the event, we actually reached out on Facebook and messaged them and said, you know, we noticed you were interested. Are you, are you still wanting tickets? We have tickets. Um, and we got oh, a few sales yeah. that way too. Yeah. Well, and so for the silent auction, I mean, they had it in a separate room and then obviously the auction papers were right in front of the baskets. The most challenging part I think you guys face there is that the sheer amount of people, mm -hmm. but the the silent auction closed like in the middle of the bingo. So at one point they they gave like an intermission and it they were, were reminding people like this is your this is about your last chance to go bid. And so then people hopped up and it got a little crowded in there, but people were on their phones bidding for people that weren't even there. And I think that only happened because of the hype of the prizes that you did on social media. Yes. And when we did our bingo, we did intermission. So we did four games and intermission, um, four games and then another admission, intermission, and then um, our last games. And I mean, that's just like, obviously, so people can go to the bathroom so they can get drinks, um, so they can check out the silent auction item. 
um, and all of that. Last night, like I said, there was um, 18 games, so they did six, and then an intermission, and then six more. Um, one of our games, too, we ended up actually doing 13 games of bingo, um, and our 13th game was a blackout for a 50-50. So you bought um, a card for $5, a card, and then um, the winner won half of however much we made. So that was another like fun thing that people could opt into if they wanted mm -hmm. to. Um, but if anyone's wondering, I won nothing. <laughs> yeah, I went to both my own fundraiser and the one last night won nothing either. But it was yeah. I've tried. Like if if no one was trying harder to win a bingo than me, um, <laughs> it did not happen. But the silent auction was so fun. Like the you know the competitiveness. It was nice that it was kind of in a separate room because then when bidding was closed, they could shut the door uh, if they wanted to. Um, and then they didn't have, then they could process like all the, you know, go highlight who the winners were, mm -hmm. um, you know, cause that sometimes is an issue with silent auctions. When you have such a big silent auction, it's like people are jumping in there when they shouldn't be still bidding, but they didn't, you didn't really have that. So, but you could have shut the door. Then there was parents in there processing it. Um, and then the bingo fundraiser was still happening. So like all was just organically you know, happening all at the same time. Um, the oh, meal was fabulous. Yeah, so we we had a really great meal. Um, some of the parents made parts of it, and then our culinary class made like the main components, so like the meatballs and the gravy and um, all of that. We also had ordered all of our food through the culinary teacher, and um, so he got it all for bulk. Like we paid next to nothing for our meal. Um, and that's how we made so much money, I think. So if you have like a connection with someone that owns a restaurant in your community, um, or maybe you have a culinary arts teacher, or maybe your food service at your school, if they can get a good discount on the food, um, that's a great way to save a lot of money because we we had originally like gotten quotes from restaurants in town and it was like between, between 10 and $15 a plate. Um, whereas with us having the culinary class and us make it and order it and whatnot, it was like $3 and 20 cents a plate or something crazy like that. So, um, yeah, saved a ton of money on food. Cause that's probably going to be your biggest cost with something like this. Um, and if you don't want to mess around with food, maybe you just do the bingo components and the silent auction. You don't have to have, we chose to, because it added to it and then we could increase the cost of the tickets and whatnot. Um, but that's how we kind of did it. And then all of our desserts, um, all of the students just brought a pan or two of bars. And that was that was our dessert, which was <clears throat> fine with people, I think, and was kind of fun. Um, and then our we also had a bar. Yeah, yeah, we had a drink bar. Our drink tickets, um, you could buy a card that had um, four drinks on there for $20. Um, and that's a really great way of doing it. We were noticing last night, too, that, like, if you sell those in advance and you have to, like you can't go up to the bar and pay for your drink, you have to have that drink ticket, um, then people are gonna end up buying more drinks that they don't end up actually using. So like, you know, maybe they, right. they bought that card for $20 and they only used two of the drinks. So then um, you sold those other two, two drinks without actually having to, to give them out, if that makes sense. Um, and talk about who served, the who served the meal versus who served the drinks. Yeah, so all of our students served the meal. They came around, um, and their parents were so great, too. Like, we we had all of the students there, and then um, either one or two parents helping for each 
each student too. Um, and then the the bar was served by um, our local firemen. They have a liquor license because they do some events. So they served it. Um, and then we got all of our, our alcohol from um, our liquor store in town. And like, because they had the license, only those people could serve it. And um, another like fun thing to have is at each of our tables, there was like a, a four leaf clover on like a paint stick that you could hold up um, when you wanted a drink. So they brought it right to you. Same thing last night, they had that too. So we just held up our little stick and they came around and um, gave us drinks. Um, we also had water for free. So water was free in coolers and then people could buy like a can of pop for a dollar um, for those that don't drink or don't want to drink. Um, so that was an option as well, but um, super fun. And then you don't have to even leave your seat because you, like I said, you can just hold that up. And we had, we didn't have a ton of options. Last night they had like a full service bar, but at ours, we had like three beard options and then two seltzer options. And that's it. Like we kept it super simple um, and it worked out really great for us. And I don't think anyone was really complaining that there wasn't anything else. Like, and then it was easy that no one had to mix drinks. It was just the cans and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Talk about the MC and who said the bingo numbers in that aspect. Yeah, so our MC was, um, he's actually our Dean of Students um, and he teaches in a couple English classes at well, as well at our school. Um, but he announces at all of our basketball games and his daughter's going on the trip too. So um, he helped out with that and was really just fun, like hyping things up and talking about the prizes and giving announcements and stuff. And then our um, bingo caller was, um she is like miss north dakota agriculture or something like that um so someone in the community knew her and asked if she would do it so she she kind of got to promote herself and, and her platform and then also be at the events and helping us out calling numbers um we did the electronic one so we you know had a screen up a projector screen that like showed the numbers and then she was calling them so made it super easy for us to do that too so talk about like the wrap up, like what'd you do with leftover alcohol um, that the firefighters were serving, leftover food, leftover pop, those types of things. Yeah, so we didn't have a ton of leftover food, but the food that we did have, we then um, sold it for, I believe it was like $10 a plate or something like that, um, where people could take it and it was all wrapped up or it was like in the to-go containers. So we sold that like instantly. Um, the alcohol actually all of our unsold stuff we could bring back to the liquor store so we weren't out any of that um because we had a deal with them that like any any of our stuff um they they tried to like not open that many at a time like they were only opening the one that they were using at that exact time so that we wouldn't have a ton of un like open stuff and then um all of our pop we had a ton of leftover pop and water I brought back to um, the ag building actually, and I just sold it out of the fridge and it sold like in a week because kids love pop. Um, and so we just sold it for a dollar and, and the water we just gave away. So that was easy because our all of the water was donated. So that wasn't a cost to us. Um, so yeah, got rid of that stuff really easily. Um, I thought the flow with like getting everything torn down. Um, when we did our setup, we did the setup the day before and I brought my seventh hour class and then the English teacher who has a daughter going brought her seventh hour class. So we had about 40 students that set up all of our tables in like 15 minutes. So that was 
<laughs> really quick and easy. Um, so if you have access to students and can set it up the day before if you're doing something like this, great idea. Um, we had like covers, like table covers on the tables to minimize the people like getting their bingo daubers all over our table. Um, did you buy the bingo daubers or did someone supply those? We had those supplied from the honor flight because they have a ton of them that they use for all of their bingo fundraisers. So she let us borrow them. And then um, we just gave them back. Some people brought their own though. Like yes. those are serious bingo people. <laughs> yes. Um, and like last that was night, not me. I thought it was an interesting <laughs> way. Um, you could either buy yours last night or else you could borrow it. But if you were borrowing it, they took the cap off. So that way, like you didn't take off with it. Um, which oh, was, yeah. So that makes sense. If you're worried about that. That's one way to do it. Um, okay. Yeah. But I mean, like teardown was super simple. Um, we ended well, and at that point, a lot of people were pitching in, like even people that they were just there attending they kind of like cleaned out their tables some were better than others but right, um right yeah but yeah so we and during it right like the parents kind of cleaned up a lot of the food so like that really didn't wait until the end to be done and as it was ending people who got silent auction items were going in there and paying so there was a group of parents in there with a cash box and um and they were checking those off. So that kind of got cleaned up pretty quickly. Yeah, and there was constantly either parents or students coming around and picking up garbage. We did not have any students pick up any cans of alcohol because we didn't want them to be in pictures holding that can. Um, so the students picked up like the plates. Um, they picked up the, the extra bingo tickets um, that were like already used and th threw those away throughout so that made it really easy um we had like popcorn that people could have throughout just kind of like a snack um that we had donated from the movie theater I'm trying to think of some other like minor things um all of our workers that were coming around like selling extra tickets we had one student with one adult so that way it wasn't just like the students handling all the money um and, and they had like little aprons right yes they wore like those little aprons that they have at like lowe's or home depot and those were all just donated to um for all of that um because that was there because they all like that's something don't forget like if you host well any event like cash boxes and and so you needed multiple um because you had to have the cash box for the silent auction so that could and then all those kids had a little bit of cash in their little aprons um or however that looked right so one of the adult either had it or the kid had the tickets one of one or the other so then each person had enough you know had cash to make change for somebody correct yes and some other things to think about we had to have a a permit with the city um we also on that permit had to include all of our bingo prizes so we had to know those in advance before we applied for the permit but the permit was like ten dollars i don't know what it is in your city you know might vary a little bit um, so that part was really easy and cheap to do. We just filed that with City Hall. Um, our our tickets that we sold in advance were all just um, printed on green paper, like cardstock. And so we didn't have any, like, printing costs that way. We just did it at the school. Um, and we had, like, flyers that we hung up around town with, like, contact information. And I'll share all of this in the, in the show notes, too. Um, 
and then we just like numbered the tickets so that way like students could check out like I'm checking out numbers one through ten and then they turned it back in and we you know marked it that way which made it easy for like management purposes our goal was somewhere between 300 and 400 people and I think we ended up with about 360 and so I mean the room was full but that was good it was full yeah it was full but I don't think it was I mean I think it was perfect because you weren't the kids served you the meal so you didn't have to like worry about like bumping into people trying to get your food um and then you didn't actually have to get up if you didn't want to because you could have just held up that little sign to get your drinks um and then like just walking over to where the silent auction was I mean really was it so yeah um and then I would say another big thing make sure you check um like gambling laws in your state because um like we didn't have this issue at ours but the one that we went to last night um if say for example we're selling or we're uh the prize is the purse okay and the purse is worth five hundred dollars if four people bingo on the same item they can't obviously split that purse and the the laws in north dakota are that um you have to be able to split for equal value so they split that 500 dollars value amongst all four people and then they did a 50 50 raffle for the purse so you could buy um tickets for that item so that's how they did it last night um like i said check to make sure you're you're doing it legally in your own state um but we never did like an extra 50 50 raffle other than our bingo ticket but last night they were so maybe you want to also mm-hmm. sell tickets to people that want to buy them or right. um, maybe you have something else that you want to raffle off um it's kind of up to you how much or how little you want to do yeah no i mean i think we covered quite a bit um there like i just really think this event can really be tailored to what you want to do um and and your venue and your situation ultimately how much money did you make we ended up profiting so after all of our expenses um a little bit over twenty two thousand dollars which was perfect because then each student got a thousand dollars so we ended up having 22 students helping um so they each got a thousand dollars which once again what other fundraiser can you do that each kid gets a thousand dollars towards their trip um and the trip is depending on when students signed up anywhere between like 3,500 and 4,000. So, I mean, that's like a third to a fourth of their, their trip. So we felt like that was a pretty good um, outcome for them. Yeah, no. Well, definitely like, I hope, I hope listening to this um, sparked some creativity to try something new. Um, something to think about is like if you do this like do you do it every year do you do it every other year so there's still the hype you know those are conversations that you'll have to have um but super cool um it was a ton of fun like as an attendee um and getting to see the kids like helping and I think um really made it because um you wanted to spend the money right because the kids were there like selling the tickets um so that was really cool but well, and we made um, it. An Brianna has shared a like. Go ahead. What we made it an event, right? Like everyone wants to go do something fun, and um, we did it on a Saturday night, so you know that helped too. But yeah, I have a ton of resources that I'm sharing in the show notes. But if you have any questions, like I would love to help anyone with this event, like talking it through, or um, if you're wondering how we did a certain thing, or what are some things that we had that maybe I didn't mention. Um, 
reach out. I honestly, I truly mean it when I say that I would love to help you walk through it. Yeah. So check out the show notes. Um, Brandon shared a ton of the resources from their event um, that if you have in front of you while we talk about it, some of this might make a little more sense as well. Um, but um, hopefully um, this is something that you got something out of. And I, and I really hope that it sparks something for something different for your chapter, um, especially if you have some unique event coming up that you need to make extra money that you don't um, have. So, but um, yeah, um, go ahead and like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And um, we would love if, if you have an idea similar to this one or others, um, feel free to reach out. We would love to have you um, as a guest on our podcast. So thanks for listening.